Welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, and welcome back to the Silk Digital Marketing Mastery Podcast. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. You have landed on a really juicy episode. So I'm excited to get into today's topic all about TikTok. Now, this topic is obviously very broad, like anything, you know, general in marketing, but I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. And I was actually doing a bit of research and try and find other episodes out there, even just with literally the word TikTok in their title on the podcast apps. And there really wasn't a lot of recent content or anything out there that really even gives you an indicator, like introduces you or helps you to understand the platform from a branding perspective or ones that I sort of thought were relevant in Australia anyway. So I thought this would be a good opportunity. And for me, it is something that I am definitely pushing more towards for, you know, any personal brands as well as product or service-based businesses too, because there is so much opportunity on the platform and there is a lot of confusion and misconception around it that I want to discuss with you today. So this will be, I will also be making this a two-part series because there is a lot to be said on this topic and I don't want to make the episode too long. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. I feel like with TikTok, it's an app that so many people, brands included, love to hate. Me personally, I absolutely love it. And if you have listened to my podcast before or any content that I've put out on social media, I pretty much talk about it all the time. And I like to think of myself as a bit of an OG TikTok user. Look, only this year have I actually started to be more active and posting on there. But before that, you know, pre-COVID, I was using the app and people were like making fun of me for using it and saying it was, you know, a joke and only for dancing videos and all of that crap. But what's funny is before we went into lockdown and when I was working in a digital marketing agency role, for a big agency, we would do like weekly kind of team presentation things where somebody would take you through a training from the team. And I can still remember I did, and I actually found it a little while ago in my Canva account, funnily enough, but I created a presentation on the topic of TikTok and I was taking the team through TikTok and explaining 
what it is and how it works for brands and and bigger businesses, how they're using it, and even the advertising side, which was so new. It wasn't even like really a thing back then, but they were actually talking about it. And I was doing a lot of research on the topic of how the advertising side of TikTok will unravel and how it will work in marketing for brands. So I do like to think that I have always been an advocate for it and whether or not that's just been for my own personal entertainment and consumption or the actual kind of just really leveraging and learning and understanding the platform just for my own benefit, I guess, in both business and, you know, marketing. So I do feel like I have merit talking on this subject. And, you know, it has honestly come such a long way since pre-COVID. Like, obviously, the pandemic, everyone was home. People were kind of using TikTok as a way to pass time, I guess. And, yes, they were chucking up their funny dancing videos and whatnot. But it has established so much more since then. And it has over 1.677 billion users globally, which 1.1 billion are actually monthly active users as of this year. So that's the latest stat that I could find, but there's a lot of people using the app. So if you do think that it is just for younger kids or, you know, the younger generation, then you are wrong. I can definitely confirm that you are incorrect on that because it is consistently growing with people of all ages. Um, so it's not about, oh, my audience isn't on the app, so I'm not going to be using it. That is just an excuse. But I do think it is obviously going to continue to grow as well as all platforms do. And it's just proving that it will be growing by based on the statistics of the app over the last, you know, three, four years. And in my opinion, because of TikTok's growth, it is going to make platforms like Instagram really a dying channel. And I've spoken about this before where Instagram will be in the social media graveyard alongside Facebook. And if we look back at the history of Facebook, when Instagram really become popular and how we sort of changed our user behavior because we were, you know, not really spending as much time on Facebook. And now like how much time are you using Facebook? You're probably hardly ever checking it. If you're like me, I use it for the ads manager side of things, for running ads for my clients, but I'm not actually personally consuming any content on Facebook and even Instagram is the same. And and that's where things begin to shift and change and you can see what's going to happen. You can almost predict it in a way because we had stopped sharing things on Facebook and we'd shifted to Instagram and we were checking Instagram. And from a content and marketing perspective, we were creating content for Instagram first, which means that not to get into too much, you know, detail and whatnot here, but Instagram and Facebook that you have sort of your best practices in terms of like the size of image you should be posting, you know, how many, you know, how long a caption should be and different things like that. So when we're creating content for, you know, Instagram first, we're really making sure that it's designed for that platform. And then generally with all the clients that I have that are sharing content on Instagram, we're just resharing it on Facebook and it's just there. Which to be honest, now that I think about it, it kind of does seem a bit pointless. I don't know who's really even seeing it, but it's just there to be there. And I feel like that is where the shift is happening with Instagram and TikTok now, because in my opinion, we should be creating content and I'll get into this down the track, but we should be creating TikTok first content, which is short video form content first, and then not really resharing it, but 
repurposing it for the other platforms and just to have it there pretty much. With Instagram, we all know that the channel's organic growth and organic reach and engagement is pretty much really non-existent. Now, when I say the word organic, organic just means free. So with Instagram, you are not going to see fast growth on the platform by posting. You can post consistently and show up consistently, which is great, but you are still limited with the organic reach you can have. It's harder for, you know, your audience to discover you if they're not followed you before. It's it's more of a platform that if you already have that following, you're kind of communicating with them. Um, you're not really, you can't really use the app now to actually get new eyes on your page because of just, I guess you could say it's the algorithm and the change in the platform. And, and Facebook and Instagram or Meta being a business, they want you to spend money. They want you to be able to reach more people, but to do that, you have to you know, boost your post or run paid ads. And so therefore they're making money from it. It's a monetization thing. So you have to also consider the platforms in that sense too, that they are a business and they want people to basically pay to play. This is so opposite to TikTok. Well, yes, there is the ads element of TikTok. Today, I'm really going to just be focusing on organic TikTok and, and the content there. Sorry, the free stuff. But unlike TikTok, you don't need to spend any money to reach new people. You don't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to be able to have new people see your brand and see your content. You could get thousands of people view a video and they've you know never even heard of you and they've got eyeballs on your brand because you've posted this amazing video and it's created this connection or it's sparked curiosity or, you know, controversy, then you're going to get more people on your page. So for me and my personal brand on TikTok that I've really been focusing on and experimenting with, I have seen this firsthand. I have videos that have gotten thousands of views and I have less than 200 followers, but People are saving, they're commenting, they're viewing. And, you know, for me, it is an experiment and I'm, I'm sort of still early to the platform in a sense of figuring out what content works and what my audience wants to see and things like that. But what I'm trying to say is it's still being seen by people. So you could take that versus an Instagram post that you've spent hours on creating and it gets 50 views from your, you know, 100 followers it's just a completely different ball game. So if I was to going into 2024 now, if I was wanting to really set my goals and set my focus for my social media marketing for a business, I would be dead set focusing on TikTok because again, you're going to get more people on your page and you don't have to pay money. I mean, unless you do want to be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on ad spend, then by all means, just focus on those platforms or you're happy and content with where your audience focus is and things like that, then don't even finish listening to this podcast because it's probably pointless. I'm not going to convince you otherwise. But if you are wanting to actually, you know, grow your audience and get new people familiar with your brand and build your brand visibility, then TikTok is where you should be focusing. When it comes to Instagram reels, and the reach there, people do have the opinion that, well, I'm creating Instagram reels, video content, that should be enough. 
while yes, the again still has the opportunity for reach on Instagram reels than say a feed post maybe. I do still think that Instagram is a completely, I'm not going to say completely dead platform, but I do think that it is like comparing apples and oranges when it comes to comparing Instagram reels and TikTok. Instagram is still a very much aesthetic platform where, you know, you have to have a pretty feed or really pretty video content and it's very aesthetic and it's kind of like very shallow. I'm going to say that Instagram can be a very shallow platform. Whereas with TikTok, you can't just build a following based on how you look or, you know, sharing a really high production, high quality video. Now that's not to say that you should just be posting shit quality on TikTok because again, not ideal. But what I'm trying to say is if you have a bit of substance to what you're saying and a bit of purpose and and you're giving back to your audience, which I will get into about, you know, what to post and how to know what to post, but you're basically going to see significant growth with the platform. So that is how I can, I see the two being is Instagram, a very shallow platform and TikTok more of there's more substance. And it's a platform that you as a content creator or a brand, you can't be selfish. Now the question is, do I repurpose, you know, my Instagram reels on TikTok or TikTok on Instagram? And I don't think you should. Now you can certainly try do this and you can see how it goes, but basically you're creating content for two separate platforms because there's a whole list of reasons. And I just feel that, you know, with the trending music, for example, that stuff can tend to work on Instagram with trending audio compared to say on TikTok where it's just like, okay, cool. You might get a few hundred views if that, but it's not really giving us much. Whereas on Instagram, if you're doing like more of a talking video on reels, people don't really like that kind of content on there. It's weird. And I have tested it myself with my own content and clients content where, yeah, it just, things that work on TikTok won't necessarily work on Instagram and vice versa. And, you know, this used to be again, the case with, or it is the case with Facebook and Instagram. And I see it with my current clients, like I mentioned before, where we're resharing content from Instagram to Facebook posts on Facebook might perform better than, you know, what it did on Instagram. So you shouldn't have that mindset of, I'm just going to create and reshare. I think it needs to be adapted. And especially because I see brands all the time sharing or resharing their Instagram reels where they've just saved it directly from what they've posted. It's got the Instagram watermark. Then they're posting it onto TikTok and TikTok doesn't like that. It looks crap too. So it's not going to be seen. You're just kind of like, I don't know, creating content that's not very professional or best practice in my eyes. And it doesn't look or represent your brand in a very good light. So I would definitely avoid doing that. There's also things like the native text. So on TikTok, there's a specific native font that, you know, if you're adding captions or, you know, text to your videos through the app itself, then if you're resharing that on Instagram, again, it doesn't align with the native fonts on Instagram. They are different. Um, and it's little things like that. They're the one percenters, but they do actually really all add up. So I did have a question, which I'm going to also discuss at the end of this episode too, about, you know, should I be resharing or can you link your Instagram reels to TikTok? And yeah, everything I just said pretty much answers that question, but 
I want to clarify that Instagram and TikTok are also competitors. So they wouldn't have that connection like, you know, Facebook and Instagram do because they're under the one umbrella of meta. So that's also something to be aware of as well, because these apps are businesses. They have competitors just like your business does. I had another question come through regarding if you should be showing your face as a business, whether your service or product base, I don't care. You should be showing a human face, <laughs> whether it's your face or you're utilizing UGC, which is user generated content, because that plays a big role in just video content on TikTok. So UGC, if you haven't heard of the term, yes, as, as I said, it's user generated content. So you could basically get and pay somebody to film content for you. So you send them your product or you have them come in and talk about or have, you know, experience your service. Or even if I'm not, I haven't really seen this done before, but I'm sure it could be having people film, you know, I guess maybe educational style videos of content. Not sure how that would perform. Just come to me straight away. But yeah, if you are a service-based business, potentially paying people to do that, if you are really were against showing your own face on the platform. What I think though, from a small to medium business perspective, compared to say like big companies, large corps, that you have the upper advantage because you, you yourself can literally be the face of your brand. And the thing is with this platform or with the platform of TikTok, you this is the new way of social media. You do have to show up and you do have to, you know, show some personality and kind of be a bit vulnerable to actually get anywhere and and have create that connection. The bottom line for this platform in my opinion for growth right now is connection. So when we look at brands that are say let's look at a product-based business, right? And they're a bigger business like JS Health for example, they don't have their owner Jess as the face. They use customers or they use UGC. And it's the same with big brands like Country Road. They seem to be using a lot of their campaign shots, which again, not a fan of this approach. I get maybe it kind of has to be shown whether it's like their image or whatnot, but those videos don't perform well compared to the ones where they are sharing content of videos that content creators have made or if they use UGC as well, they perform better because it's of an actual real human. It feels more authentic and human connects with human. As I said before, whereas like small brands or small to medium businesses where you don't have like a million and trillion people to get approval from to post a video, you can really be like a bit off the cuff and kind of you have no limits really of what you can share it's just what you feel comfortable with you have it over these big brands and that's where these smaller businesses are really blowing up it's because they have that control to share whatever they want and people love that because we don't get that from big brands and for people that aren't in business you can see a different side to how businesses are run and you really feel like you're more of a part of a community than just a customer that's being sold to. And you honestly are so, I I feel like we're so lucky to be in business in this day and age because you don't need to spend a lot of money to be able to create a successful brand online. When you are using social media, you literally have it. You've got a phone. You're probably using it right now to listen to this. And as long as it's got a decent camera on it and you're 
really conscious of, you know, the lighting and, and sound, again, doesn't have to be really high production. You can buy a microphone and you can get a tripod and even artificial lighting. And you can spend less than a hundred dollars to do that. Look at places like Amazon or Kmart, like it costs nothing to edit your videos either. So, you know, there's so many apps out there like CapCut that are free to use. So really there is no excuse and short form video is really what you need to be focusing on and investing in if you do want to stand out from your competitors. I had a question that also comes through about the privacy issues um, using the TikTok app. Are they in, as invasive as they say they are? And honestly, all that privacy stuff to me, especially around TikTok, is a lot of propaganda. I just feel like if you're worried about that and you're not using the app because of it, I am concerned for you. Um, look, li- living in this day and age where literally everything is digital, digital, your privacy is pretty much at breach everywhere you look. Like your online banking, you know, literally just having an iPhone and using the internet is really you know, a breach of your privacy. So if you are not using the app because of that, I just feel like maybe that's a bit of an excuse. And I don't think personally, the privacy issues should be a high priority. I mean, you obviously take the measures you can by, you know, setting up security factors and things like that, but just being, I feel like I don't even need to have this conversation, but like being, you know, smart with how you're using the app not sharing personal details on your bank account. Like, yeah, I just don't use that as an excuse. (laughs) That wraps up the kind of intro to TikTok and I guess me trying to explain and maybe convince you of why you should be using it. I will be really talking about this a lot across all my social media channels because I do feel like it is something that you really don't, I don't see a lot of people talking about it. And I want to really just share the opportunity like that you have and and get you excited about the platform and not even just the platform itself, but actually just creating video content because we are in that age now, the old way of social media is, you know, posting an image with a half-assed caption that has no value and is just nice to look at, doesn't cut it anymore. And yeah, if you do want to break through the noise, you have to try new things, do things differently. That's where the growth comes from. And in next week's episode, I will be discussing what you should be posting and how to know, I guess, what to post and how to create it. Because I know where that is also the difficult part for brands and even just for personal content is actually knowing what to post and how to do all the things. So stay tuned for that. But if you do have any questions around, yeah, what to post or even things that I've mentioned in today's episode, then feel free to send me a message either on Instagram or TikTok or by email and I will happily help you out because I love talking to brands about this and getting them excited, as I said. So I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, www.silk-digital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. 
I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.